It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan. Every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. Welcome everybody. Uh, great to have your company. Odds Couple Saturday morning. It's just part of the furniture right around this wonderful country called Australia, the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. We love having your company on a Saturday morning, albeit a very short list on our team this morning. Paddy Garshagan sitting in the main co-host chair. D Taggart, tick the COVID box. The big man's gone down. Finally, he stays, stayed separated from the world. For two and a half years, but it's finally brought him to his knees. Well, he's short anyway, but it's the nice big man's to, at home. It's nice to have some silence, isn't it? We're able just to in, enjoy ourselves in here off air. But you know, we, we were similar. We were we were calling in. And we were still. I wonder if he's still done a quaddy. You reckon? Well, well, from what I gather, the symptoms at this stage are a sore throat. Yes, I wouldn't think a sore throat doesn't. Let you sort of just mm. open up the computer and have a bit of a peek at what's happening with racing today. Yep. I'll be very surprised that there isn't some feedback for us yep. on the text machine at some stage from him. And uh, send you we well, do wish him well. Send you well we do wish him the well. tags. We'll see how the text line goes off. But, Simon, I don't think I want to spend the whole hour with you. <clears throat> Why? I've taken a little bit of umbrage to something you may have done during the week. Oh. Sunday night, you sent me a text message. Yeah. We were meant to be playing golf on Monday at the National oh, yes. Jockeys yeah, Trust yeah. Charity Day. And a beautiful day organised down at Woodlands, a great cause and all that. This is your message verbatim. PG, it, was enorm- it, it is with enormous regret I'm not <laughs> going to be able to make it tomorrow. My butchers rule and they need some cattle tomorrow. So my Monday is now knackered. Love ya, sod. So you yeah. butted me up with a little bit of bit, little bit of love. I go, no worries, mate. That's fine. I, I completely understand here. Oh, that's Be very a, that's, careful. Here. I understand. Anyway, we go down to Woodlands. We play golf. We got a ring in. SD was down there. His mate Maddie was down there as well. Rambo Be from here. work. I'm just, just saying that. I come off the golf course. I have a little peruse of Twitter, and I find that you couldn't help yourself but to take a photo of a snake up where you were playing golf somewhere else. Confirm or deny? Why did you lie to me? No, I didn't lie to you. I didn't lie to you. I think you did. What the butchers caused was a timing issue. <laughs> Spare me. Uh, Enough time to head to your local. Not now. And, okay. and hence, from Kilmore to your game started at 11.30, correct? Yes. My cattle being picked up at 12.30? Yes. Which they were. To get 12.30, you've already started. I had the rest of the day off. I thought, well, I'm not going to waste it because I'd put it aside to play golf with you. I thought I was going to play a few holes at my hood. 
because I, I had nothing else to do I for think, the day. I think there's a leaky bucket here, mate. I just no. you genuinely didn't want it, and you, and you butted me up. No leaky bucket. You've never once told me you love me, and then you've, yeah, you, if you, you ever look and at you've the told me, shelves and of you've a told me on supermarket. <laughs> my cows will be on it. <laughs> no, did no, you, no, did no. You hit them well, though. I didn't brush you. I didn't brush you, but the timing I couldn't do. Yes, and and then I thought, oh well, I'm not going to twiddle the thumbs the rest of the afternoon. I'll go and play nine holes. Okay. So yeah. I'll sit on the fence. We'll put it to the jury. On we'll the see, fence? We'll see what the text line says, actually, if you're guilty or not. I reckon that can be that. We'll see what the first 12 texts say, and otherwise you can be you can be banished. For well, I the hope show. there's an element of guilt in the response, because then I don't have to talk to you at all. <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah. you play well, at least, after brushing me? We're still waiting for our round of goals. snake put me off. What, what's oh, Red Belly it. Black or King Brown? No, that was Brown. Big Brown? Oh, yeah. Big Ben. I did a couple of laps the around square. him. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd try and make him dizzy. Oh, mate, I hate him. Oh, I can't it stand It was a biggie. Him. They're everywhere oh, out there. Though. Oh, I can't stand them. Yeah. No. can't stand them. But anyway. How did Monday's golf day go? I was didn't very, ask you about Monday's It was Monday's very enjoyable. Uh, Ambrose event. Yeah. Um, we shot. And you hit off at? Uh, 12.30. Right. Yeah, 12.37. We were shotgun start. Well, I was hole 14. from Kilmore yeah, to yeah. Woodlands. Yeah. Oh, if you were driving to Woodlands? No, I would have got there about two o'clock. Yeah, probably. Well, it was about a five and a half hour round, which was, well, it was, it was a long round. The you, oh, you wouldn't not a lot. You wouldn't <laughs> like that. But they were very hospitable. The beers were coming around. It was a great day. Our Ambrose team, we were we shot nine under, and then had the handicap of six. So we shot fifteen under. I think we came out fifth or something of twenty nine. So we played all right, but we left a few out there. That's when we needed you to come and steer yeah. the ship and just bag them in from about twelve feet, mate. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Well, Apologies. let it be known that next time the invite comes in the mail, we might just have to look at some uh, some recent discrepancies. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, well, I'm very happy to be taken off the list. <laughs> unsubscribe. <laughs> you know what happens Can if you I try and unsubscribe, unsubscribe from, a, from a sports bed mail, mate? <laughs> you get twice as much. <laughs> oh, dear me. Oh, we've got to, once we get over this golf thing, we've got to... I didn't realise I'd forgotten all about that. I could not believe my eyes when I saw your Twitter. Uh, you on a golf course. Did you respond know. to my tweet? You probably, oh, I wouldn't you have done that. I was, I was looking forward to you. Here we go. There's a few saying guilty. It's never <laughs> guilty. okay to say. Oh, yeah. Guilty. Never okay to say no to a charity golf day. Guilty, Michael in Maidstone. Not guilty from James. Good on you, James. Uh, You're a good off, judge, James. James. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's guilty as the night is dark. Well. Is the night? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's dark. Makes yeah, sense. Night's dark. Yeah, yeah. I'm there at a light uh, night. <laughs> Chris Nelson, Corey Smith, Josh Jenkins joining us a little uh, later on, as they uh, they always do. Don't forget, you can uh, be involved today in Kiwi Survivor, SEN Kiwi Survivor today at Taranga or Taranga or Taranga. Yeah, I'm going with Taranga. Um, and uh, you know how to do it. Five hundred dollars up for grabs. Uh, all your selections during the day, if they stay in the one, two, three slots. Uh, you're the last man standing. That $500 comes your way. Powered by Love Racing. New Zealand. On to a bit of news. Uh, getting off Paddy being offended by me not going to his charity golf day. You're in trouble here. Oh, am I? The text line. The text? Yep. So is that why you asked so earlier, can I have the text line? No. So I, just, I can see it. I just wanted to be abreast of it a little bit more today. Public opinion's going against me. I like. I, I do like. Shifting the public against you, it's good. Yeah. It's nice just to have a chance just to say a little bit more in this show because this map it up. You reckon he's listening? What odds would Maybe you give me? He's listening. Yeah, he'll be listening. And yeah. I reckon he'll be lying there 
on in his bed. <laughs> his back will be like sort of half snoring. Like horrible. Yeah. His sweaty apartment, the condensation. Oh. It was cold this morning. And it'll be like half pairing. I think the walls will be sweating. To, yes, he'll be listening to us on the SEN app or on 1116 down here in Melbourne. Mm. <laughs> He's a strange unit. Anyway, did you watch William Reid last night? No. Why not? Oh, Buddy last night. Are you watching, Look, buddy? You know, I'm not going to go any further with the conversation. Don't try and set me up. I, I wasn't able to watch the races last night, the William Reed or the Sunline. Mm. How did they go? Um, well, there was a boil over in the Billy Reed. Marabi went for what? Boil over in the Billy there was. Reed. Yeah. I, myself included, I thought Marabi was a put in takeout job at a dollar seventy drifted drifted to a dollar eighty. Um Benny Allen just sort of took a bit of a sit on her in the run. Didn't quite go forward. Jonker was Froggy knew it was going berserk on Jonker trying to get it to the lead, couldn't get across. Um and then uh, just set up for the back markers in the September run. And and when you look at it, she had a huge run in the new market. Like she's run second. Mm. And maybe Tags was onto something. Last preparation, she just wasn't sort of racing at her peak, but she's certainly come back. This preparation is racing much better. Obviously, comes runs a drum in that um, runs a drum in the new market, and then comes out and wins the um, what do you call it? The William Reed at eighteen dollars, if you don't mind, and three dollars eighty to place. Hal Vorsen with a huge run ran second, normally reserved for running down the the guts at Flemington. Mm. Paid nine um, bucks as well. Yeah, twelve bucks a place, and then General Broth. Boat filled out the placings with Generation coming forth. I think um, Morabi even slipped down to fifth or sixth. Though, look, she certainly popped, but um, it'd be interesting. Well, they'll, I assume they'll whack her out to the paddock now and give her a bit of a breather. She's done what she needed to do. This preparation won the Group One, but um, yeah, it's well, a shame. Once you that sort of form, surely they'll take it to Sydney and yeah, crack at something over the championships. Has she done enough this prep for them? Mears, when you get them up and going. You're good right. To, good to keep them going. I mean, they had that that really poor prep or two where she lost all the form. So, I mean, when, when they're up and at it and she's fully fit and as long as she's sound, I would think they'll slide mm. her home and give her a crack at something. Yeah. We'll see. Time will tell. Uh, the Sunline, shout the bar, one at $11. So Flying Mascot went under. Um, Barb Raider was second. Flying Mascot looked in a bit of trouble about 500 out and... Oh, the jock was, Blake McDougall was getting into the horse and you thought, oh, maybe a bit of quality might prevail here. We might get over the top, but it just didn't. And shout the bar, kicked away Mark Zara and thanks for coming. See, Came fine Mos- mascot has pulled up sore. Has has off, he? Off hind or. Okay. So she's going to. She, pay. sorry. Um, well, there you go. Well, that explains yeah. a little bit. But yeah, she was disappointing. That's at, from uh, me who didn't see a race last well, night, but I still go. know more than you do. You saw the news. Well, I was, I was enthralled by what was happening up at the SCJ. You, you haven't stopped talking about it. Well, because it was probably one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. It was really cool. And I'm not a Swans fan, but like watching him kick that goal was unbelievable. And God forbid that was touched off the boot or something because they wouldn't have been able to get everyone off for 30 minutes. The kids were running on to the ground during his run-up. Like if he'd missed that, it, there would have been a 15-minute delay to get everyone off. Just from he kicked into the man on the mark and oh, play on. What right. happens there? <laughs> Go in and try and get yourself a stat, don't yeah. you? You yeah. keep tearing in and see look at the Sharon. I'm, su- <laughs> I'm surprised no one dressed up in like a full Swans kit. 
and stayed and tried to stay out there and when they resumed play was was, was one of the players. <laughs> Watch Indian fella doing the Java. <laughs> the guy kept walking who, up oh, the Indian cricket team. Kept doing it. He 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 took a penchant to doing it during the during the rugby over there as well. And he started doing it during the national anthem. And there was a game recently, probably about two weeks ago, where one of the security guards said, no, no, I know who you are. And he goes out to the national anthem. They're singing um, the uh, the English national anthem. And he stands there, puffs his chest out. Security guard comes out and just Bang. flattens him in the middle of the line. <laughs> Very funny, uh, Java. dear. We've got a, um, we've got a lot of big debate going on at the moment. The Melbourne Racing Club have put in the plans for the development of – or a, um, a rezoning of Sandown, so you know the the, the selling or, and or the development of Sandown is, is a way in happening. Mm. We can have a debate and talk about what ramifications that has for racing, but also what I didn't realise: like we're in the middle of Melbourne. Yeah, it's one hundred and twelve hectares. Yeah, it's the size of Wangaratta. Two hundred eight, like it's two hundred and forty acres. Right. It's the size of Wangaratta. It's an enormous area. So if they sell it, hey, that that that's that's millions upon millions upon millions. That that's them sorted yeah. for years, oh. more than years. Extraordinary amount of so you know that that vision of buying Mornington, mm. knowing that this you know is eventually on the cards. You know, they've 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 put all their ducks in a row. But you know the the effect. I know a lot of trainers and owners they love, love racing out there. Mm. Yeah, but, nice wide track. But again, you know, when you see the races they do out there, and they they have a couple of group meetings now, and there's sort of a couple of sort of well, farewell they, group meetings. They're going to have like. they're going to have a swathe of them next year. Yeah. They're having the Blue Diamond there next year because they're redoing the Caulfield, Caulfield track, aren't they? Yeah. So, so they want to sell it, MRC, and put a lot of that money. I think three hundred million was the figure into the Caulfield redevelopment. But then you've got the the Waverley Council, the local council there, going, "No, we need more." Stadia and sporting arenas down in the southeast, so they are pushing back. So it's just in this little standoff between the MRC and the and the government. It's interesting to see what happens, and and if it does go, where do you where do you foresee racing? Will do they build another racetrack somewhere, or does does Packenham take more of the the load? Bendigo, Ballarat, Ballarat's it. Well, I don't think they do. If Sandown goes, I don't think I think you're going to have to build another one. Well, I don't know where. Packenham, we've got Ballarat, they've got yeah, Bendigo. Packenham's already, right, they're racing a lot at Packenham already, pretty much every Thursday night. But it's got all the, the modern you know, equipment of a, a racetrack to it, drain and all those well, sort of, it's, it's got it, the it all weather. I mean, it's... Do you reckon when they redevelop Caulfield, there'll be a lot more night racing there? Well, that's part of the plan, isn't it? Well, it might be part of the plan, but then you've got the neighbourhood. Yeah. So hang on a sec, switch the lights off here. Champ, I'm trying to get some sleep. <laughs> I need to make it like Happy Valley. All those stables oh, Mo- aren't... Mooney Valley, you're going to try and make it like yeah. Happy Valley. But Corfield would probably be a similar vibe as well, wouldn't you think? Like All that stable side, like, that's going to become a part. your hood. Yeah. I might go do a little bit of re- reconnaissance. Yeah. Go and have a bit of a peek. Yeah. Do a bit I of a plan. Well, last time I went taking Rufus for a walk on Corfield, I, I got shoved off. Did you? Yeah, the security guard came and told me off. I was like, man, I walk here twice a week with the dog. He goes, no, not today. So what's happening? What's so special about today? He just goes, ask no questions. So you answered him back? No, I did. I just went to the inside and walked him there. Instead. You can be quite obstropolous. Spell that. Sometimes. Yeah. What um, else we got? Well, I'll tell you what else we got. We've got a sensational meeting at Rose Hill. Mm. 
which we're going to have a look at a little later on. Group races everywhere. This is the last day at Rose Hill before we go to the championships yeah. at Randwick, which you know, you'll hire a boat for those probably, as per usual. But the Neville Selwood today, the Tullock, the Emancipation, the Doncaster Prelude, the Tankred, which is a beauty. Yeah. Uh, wait for age over a mile and a half, which I think is one of the best races. Good in horses win it. the Tankard, yeah, don't they? Yeah. It's it's reserved for good horses. They did. You know, the Vinery Stakes at Group 1 for, yeah. the, for the Mares. Um, Phillies. Three-year-olds. Uh, sorry for the three-year-olds. Quite right. Thank you. And the Tullocks for the three-year-old boys. You know, yeah. Just a ripper card. So we'll go through all that a little later on, but we need to take a quick break. Uh, Chris Nelson will be joining us after the break. Josh Jenkins talking a, a few things trot. So um, plenty of things happening on the odds couple this morning. Quick David nine. Taggartless. Yeah, it is. Quick 19 minutes, though. Little man's I got COVID. That. Yeah, little man's got COVID, so um, we wish him well. I uh, hope all things going all right there as he's locked away and tucked up in his... In his little short bed. It's 19 after his cot. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan. Every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. Yeah, it used to be three. It's only two now. David Taggart. For the better, I reckon. Is this a pilot run? For He's in the, the COVID store today. I think so. Does he start to get a touch nervous if um, you know things go pretty well here? And all of a sudden, you don't have to pay three people. You don't have no. to pay oh, two. Yeah. <laughs> I think there'd be um, there'd be little notes of his going. A ha- number of decision makers in the firm at yeah. the moment. A little hamster wheel in his head would be in overdrive <laughs> right now, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, let's get into overdrive now and try and find a, a winner around the country. Firstly, up in Queensland, Chris Nelson joins us as per usual. Queensland is your place to race this year. Chris, uh, I think the, we've turned the taps on. Off up there, haven't we? Oh no, not at all. Good morning to you, oh, Simon no. and Hello, Paddy. Chris. But yeah, we've had we had twenty one point five mils of rain overnight, so we are nice. back onto a heavy eight as of this morning. Unfortunately, there's there is further rain than showers forecast today. If they don't arrive, we'll get back in the soft range. But there's a few just sort of hanging out over the water at the moment. So uh, yeah, we're in a bit of a I don't know what the weather's going to do situation. So mm. we'll have to go for horses that can handle some sort of give in the ground, that's for sure. Okay, well, where, are you, where are you going to point us? Well, I'm going to give you a three-leg multi. Oh, uh, these horses all all handle the wet ground well. They're all shortish, but I think if we total them up, we'll get between 8 or $9. So here we go. Beautiful. Uh, race two, number 10, Night Mariner. Third run back from a long break. Uh, he led it to Woomba last time. I don't think that really suited him. And he was only gunned down late by a deal maker. Ryan Maloney rides from gate one, just to park in behind them, get some daylight in the straight. I think he'll be too good for them. So race two, number 10. Mm-hmm. Race six, race six, number 13, Aidensfeld. Yep. An interesting runner. A mare that uh, comes from down your way. Yeah, I mean, three starts back, ran second in the Tristark, the group yep. two behind Colette. And Hayes. here she is in a, in, a, in a class three. Yep, Hayes Dabney. Goes up there. Yeah. Desley Forster. Yeah. And was pretty, I thought she was pretty good over a thousand resuming last year. Hayes Dabening? Yeah, it was. Hayes, yeah. Hayes and Dabening. Was with, was she with. Was. Yeah. She was really good over a thousand, gets to 1200 here, second up, be fitter for the run. I think she donkey licks him. Yeah. And has good wet track form as well. Beautiful gate. There's just so many ticks there for that one. So that's the second leg. And one of our favourites. You too. Right. Jumped down the throat. <laughs> well, I was right. right. Like goes out for dinner, there's a couple eight. of frosties. He's a bit light-headed this morning and down, just down the throat. Right, no, I didn't. That was the consummate professionals on the couch watching Buddy and the William Reed. Go sorry, on, Chris. Sorry, Chris. 
Oh, good. The final leg, one of our favourites, guys. Race eight, number eight, Go Wanji. Now, he uh, dead-heated somehow first up. It looked like he won that race, but he didn't. He'll be winning today. He he's doesn't out. find the wet ground at all. He's out, Chris He's out. Oh, Scratched. He, I'll just check the scratchings. <laughs> he's yeah, out. He, he must have come out at eight or eleven. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. we've now got a two-leg multi. Okay. Yep. <laughs> And repeating <laughs> repeating that two leg multi, Chriso, race two number ten, race, race six number, number thirteen. 10. Yeah, those two. So we've shortened our odds a bit, guys, but uh, That's all right, double yeah, the bet. That's a shame. But do it responsibly. Mm-hmm. Happy Gypsy Goddess Day as well in the Vinery Stud Stakes, Chris. I reckon she can win. Boy, let's hope so. I mean she's been getting the job done up here. I mean she's got a much tougher assignment, obviously, but gee, she's been impressive and uh, I don't think she'll have any problems with the soft seven. She's won on a soft six, I think it is up here, but mm-hmm. I hope you're right, Paddy, because uh, there's plenty of Queensland support behind her. Yep, fingers crossed. Have you got a fancy in Sydney in any of the big races, Chris? Question without notice. Yeah, I don't mind character in the uh, in the Tullock Stakes. I reckon it'd be very hard to beat. Looks an ideal race for character. That's race four, number three, and in the second race, it's not a feature race. It's uh, it's a two-year-old quality. That's a Group Three, number two, Boyfriend uh, for Brenton Abdullah, I think will be hard to beat too. So two number two and four number three for me. Yeah, a big week for Brenton Abdullah if we can get another. Yeah. Two-year-old okay. up after last weekend. Chris, thanks for that. Uh, chat again yeah. next Saturday. No worries, guys. Have a great day. Chris Nelson joining us there talking all racing, all things racing Queensland. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Well, the sulkies. The sulkies behind the horses. The man that's the expert there is Josh Jenkins, the trots.com.au, every race live and free. Mr. Jenkins, good morning to you. Mr. O'Donnell, good morning to you. Lovely to hear your dulcet tones on a Saturday morning again, and particularly because you're going to give us a couple of winners. Yes, I, uh, and for the record, let it be known, let it be stated that I quite like the uh, two-man band, the two-man show. It's called The Odds Couple. And I like it. This couple is uh, sounding pretty good to me, so just let that be known. Hey, um, hey Josh, credit where credit's due, mate. Just I'll, I'll send one back over the fence straight back to you. You got the quaddy last week at Flemington with a big $51 winner in the last. Well done. I did, I did, I did. But uh, I did a David Taggart and didn't take it for uh, myself. So um, I've retracted what well, I said I did, I, I, I did take it for myself, but I sort of cut a few out of the last leg. Oh, no. and um, That's the worst. Cut out. May have cut out the uh, That's not may have cut out the winner, but um, but uh, still happy to sort of self promote and um, and pump up the fact that I, <laughs> I got it on the app. So we, get, we get a bit of that here. <laughs> Good work. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> someone in the wide world uh, took it. Now, just I'll be one calling you kilometres shortly. <laughs> I I cannot believe that this horse is this price. Race nine, number two at Melton tonight. It's a three-year-old pace, a three-year-old only. There's only five in it. The short horse should be a dollar forty. It might start a dollar forty. Number two, Captain Rival. At the moment, it's a dollar ninety-five. I cannot believe it is that price. So get on board. It's um, if you have a look at its form, it's had ten starts. It's run second five times, but it's run a couple of Group One placings. And the Emma Stewart horses, they've sort of changed their training a bit. First up, they're a little bit plump and a little bit a uh, little bit pudgy. And and then um, second up they bounce and they can they can certainly uh, perform much better again. So I I I'm having one bet today, boys, and that's it. And I mean one bet all over the place: gallops, harness, flickers, 
I'm having one bet. Race nine, number two, Captain Rival. I think it is an absolute um, living, not breathing, moral, breathing. but certainty. So we hope that uh, form continues of last week. Josh, uh, good luck to you, and uh, we will speak to you next Saturday morning. Good stuff, boys. See ya. Josh yeah, Jenkins joining us there uh, with uh, his trots tips, and that's Melton tonight, a really, really, really good thing. Race nine, number two. Am I correct in saying that, Patrick? Yes, correct. Lap up the trots. Visit thetrots.com.au. We're going to visit the newsroom now and come back and have a chat uh, about the dogs, a bit of Tassie racing before we start previewing the cards in Melbourne and, most importantly, today in Sydney. Yes, so we look forward to Bucks and Gary on Monday morning. They're doing a, a wonderful job. It's good yeah. hearing the old former coach. It is. Well, he's not old, is he? He's the, actually the looking very, coach, very fit, Bucks. He keeps himself pretty Yeah, he's in good nick. nick. Gary's getting on a bit of a weight in that. He's looking a bit older, Gary. Your word's not mine. Hey? Because he's, he gets on his Kubota down there, down at Red Hill or wherever his farm is there. He's got about three acres. He's got the biggest tractor of all time. It's nearly as big as his farm, the tractor. Well, I've noticed Betty Lyon, his son, doesn't produce us anymore. No. Well, I that? think Gary said Pulled get off, off them if you can. Yeah, they're bad. Because there's... They're news. taking you nowhere in your career if you keep hanging around with those blokes. You're not getting the cart into the race, sir. <laughs> You're behind a couple of under the bat. <laughs> well, there are no carts into the race at the Meadows tonight. It's all about the dogs going out woof, woof, and getting out mm. of the boxes and chasing the lure. Yes, very lights on. And Corey Smith joins us now from the Meadows, racing tonight Melbourne Greyhounds, the Meadows. G'day, Corey. Good morning, Scoobs and Paddy. How are we? Oh, yeah, you're a bit covid well, He sounds a little bit husky. Yeah, so I, uh, unfortunately, I'm uh, I'm locked up for seven days, so I won't be able to get out to the meadows tonight. Um, but but I've been fortunate enough to uh, to avoid everyone at work because apparently I don't do any work. Um, so Did you and Tags go out for dinner? <laughs> Did you and Halfman go for dinner? <laughs> I wish, mate. I've been trying to have dinner with that man at the meadows for a long time, as you know, but he. He hasn't ventured out yet, but um, I've, got, I've still got a few winners, and I'm sure I'll uh, keep myself company in my bedroom tonight. But race three, number seven, Hilltop Jack, $3.20. I think that's a very, very good price for a very, very good animal, and um, I think you should be able to get a decent cart across into the race from, from the leader of the race to four, the favourite, and uh, run over the top of it late. Um, Amron Boy in race four is $1.22, but it's one of the, the next big things in greyhound racing. It's an absolute rocket. It's, uh, I've been reliably informed that it's trialled trial at the Meadows during the week and went very, very nicely. So it's probably one to watch. I'm not one to chip in at $1.22, but um, off the red box, I think it'll be winning. And then I've also got... <coughs> sorry. I've also got one in race eight, number six, compliance, $3.30. I think um, it's a group one place getter at this track and distance and uh, is, is in good form. And I hope, I hope it uh, can kind of land in, in that one... Basically, that one-one position, as they say in in horse racing. So, uh, we'll see if that can happen and, and be too good for them. Three dollars thirty. So, hopefully, we can find a few winners and cheer me up tonight in this uh, in this unfortunate COVID world that we've got. Well, Corey, gutsy effort yeah, coming on this morning. Still getting up and you know getting the job done. Getting I think out that's of the cold face with my us. Word. I like that. This gutsy man. effort, Corey. No way to be seen. Yeah, fair bit of ticker being shown this morning. Corey Smith joining us there from the Meadows. Well done. We'll chat to you. You're a little healthier again next Saturday, Corey. Even if you're not healthy, I know you'll still put the effort in to be part of it. Catch Metropolitan Greyhound Racing at its finest tonight at the Meadows. 
Melbourne Greyhounds. I think it's time to head to Tassie. We're going to Tassie. Yeah. We got Bev, Jacob Beavis. Is he there? I can finally go pound for pound with Bev because the little man's not here. Jacob, are you there, morning, my friend? Guys. I'm a, yeah, good morning, guys. I'm here. Gee, where, where's Tags? He's not there. Ah, well, he may have uh, succumbed to. Um, Has COVID gone across uh, Bass Strait? Have yeah. you guys got it? Yeah, no, there's, there's plenty of it going around here. I haven't got it, for, um, uh, fortunately, but um, yeah, no, it, it does. It does exist here. Well, we'll try and keep it that way, but that's that's the reason for, for David Taggart's scratching, and um, it's a shame he couldn't be here with us. But, Bev, uh, we've got an eight-race card tomorrow at Hobart. Give us the good oil, please, my friend. Yeah, I'll try my best. Um, there's a horse going around in race two, number three, Move Like Jagger. It's had the two runs back from a spell. Where, um, both of those runs have uh, resulted in placings. Uh, third up, I, I think he's ready to win. So uh, Move Like Jagger in... Uh, in race two, that's number three. And uh, keep an eye out for Whitehawk in the Mornington Cup today, uh, hoping he runs a, a good race. He's a tough horse. Oh, fantastic. Good to see um, one come across uh, come across the uh, waters of Bass Strait, and uh, we'll follow that with interest. Jacob, thank for, Jacob thanks for that. We'll uh, chat to you again next Saturday. It's 22 minutes to 9 o'clock after the break. We'll have a look at the two main races at Mornington. I'm not going to say I've got a bit of don't care about them, but... Sydney's a very exciting car. Are you Sydney centric today? I am. Very well. You, I was Sydney centric last week. You can do a quaddy today? I'm going to do a quaddy today. Yeah. Did you say Campbell Brown did one like this week? Put 200 on and won $50. <laughs> lost 150. I think I've in my lifetime, I've got two quaddies and yeah. I've lost both of them. Well, we're going to get them today. Well, I got the quaddy yeah, but oh, lost money. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's easy to do. Is it? Yeah. Well, if you put too many horses in. You gotta you gotta risk it to get the biscuit in Quaddy Land, Simon. Just say that again. You gotta risk it Just to say, get the biscuit. Of course, Gamble responds. horses in. He had too many horses in. He had too many horses in. I thought I was talking to a bloke who's just you know, come out of the saddle, chasing Mickey Bulls in the Northern Territory. Me? Yeah. Is that? Did I sound That's, that you bad? Sounded that bad. That's like we well, had too many horses in. I was the headmaster of the Bluestone College. He's now a just sat bolt upright in bed. Thought oh, I've done very good. That's I've, one of our boys. I've, I've done a very speaking like that. Uh, they've actually asked me to come and speak at assembly next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting Stop. on that grant they're giving me for services to the school post leaving. I'm putting them up in the lights. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan. Every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. It's what I like to call money time. Money time now on The Odds Couple. We're going to have a look at Mornington and Rose Hill. Put the majority of our effort into Rose Hill, which is the um, massive race day today. The Tancred Stakes, mile and a half, wait for age. It's one of the... Best races on the Australian colour. I am biased. Mm, I agree. But, you know, wait for age wait over for a mile age, and classic. a half. I just reckon it's, a, it's an absolute belter. Formally we'll be called. the field this year. Formally called the BMW. BMW, yeah. Mm. Do you know why it's now the Tancred again? Well, the sponsorship package ran out, I assume. It's very well worked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. And they didn't renew it. Yeah. yeah. That's generally how things work. Let's have a look at Mornington. <laughs> What's... Uh, the, the two big races at Mornington today are the Hariva Stakes and mm. the Ned's Mornington Cup. The Mornington Cup, you win that, you go straight. You do. The, you're ballot free into the what do you think about that? Caulfield Cup. I think it's fine. You think it's fine? Have, have the horses who have been who, – who won this race last year? Who who got the ticket? I know a couple of years ago it was Kingsville Dream. That was the how, 
He got into the I can't remember who won it last year. Last year wasn't it an Anthony and Sam Friedman horse? Last year? Uh, no, that one. The um, you're thinking of the Geelong Cup. Steel Prince. Oh, am I? You're telling me now what I'm thinking. Well, of. I think you are, because that one is way into the Melbourne Cup. Okay, well, if someone on the text line can tell us who won this last year, that would be gladly appreciated. But I'll tell you what the market's doing. 2,400-meter event, and they're racing for 300,000 schmackaroos. Pondus and Crystal Pegasus are the two in the market that the punters want to be with. Today, the support's come for Pondus. Now, both of these horses had big wins at HQ last start. Pondus is on the quick backup. Um... And look, just the way the market's trended today, he looks the one to beat now, $2.40. Crystal Pegasus is just eased from $2.60 out to $2.90. But as I said, these two are both taking big last start wins. Crystal Pegasus, three weeks between runs. Pondus, just the one. Sacramento, the Canberra Cup winner, Simon, um, is a $6 chance. Did get into $5.50 earlier today, but just eased back out to $6. So a bit of a, a watch and see. This will be the leader of the race, no doubt. Defibrillate's in there. Billy Egan, $8.50 into $7.50. And you've got a horse called De Doosdart, <clears throat> who has been disappointing, to say the least, since coming to Australia. Ran second in the Canberra Cup behind Sacramento. Um, can he spring a surprise and get his way into the... Caulfield Cup, that horse we talked about with Bev, Whitehawk, $51 into $27, being specced at odds, the Taswegian, 68 starts for 14 wins, certainly the most experienced campaigner in the field, and then you've got the rank outsider, Corbulo, 150 to 1, but Pondus is the one to beat, and Crystal Pegasus snapping at his heels. He, he's um, uh, he's short, Pondus, and, he's, and Crystal Pegasus uh, short as well. I think the winner comes from either 2, 3, or 4. Um, and, and let's take nothing away from defibrillate the one. What I will say about Pondus is his first campaign in Australia was last spring. Yeah. He went back overseas, didn't he? Uh, go back? Uh, no, no, no. I, don't think, I so. think he did. No, no, no. He, I think it's someone else. He came else. out and sort of went, skipped around quarantine a bit and didn't have to go to Werribee. And, but, no, but, he went back overseas. Well, his first lot of racing was here. Yeah, it was, but then he went back overseas. Yeah, for spring, okay. Yeah. But you know, he just, I get a sense that, you know, the experience of last spring is going to hold him in good stead yeah. from here on in in Australia. So we, we might, we, we might, we possibly will see the birth of a very good horse today. Yeah, well, he's certainly thereabouts. But yeah, so he raced in the Queen Elizabeth at Flemington in 2020 in November, then went back over to Ireland, raced three times at Curra, and then came back here. Uh, last spring, obviously, ran in the Melbourne Cup, was 17th of 23 in the big race. I've just got a text through from Miles saying that Mount Popper won the Warrington Cup last year. And of course, he did and went to the Caulfield Cup. Let's go to the Hariba. Hariba, Superium is our favourite. This is an open race. There's about five horses between $4.80 and $6. So it's a real open Hariba this year. Superium, $6 into $4.80. Chassis is $8 into $4.80. That's nice support for Chassis. Um, I rate this horse, uh, Chassis, actually. La Mexicana always runs well, $6.50 into five. Signore Fox, $5 holding that. Maritana is $13 into $6. That's been the biggest move. We opened at $26. There has been a couple of scratchings here. Of course, the astrologist raced last night, and that takes a few cents out of the race. But Maritana, at this stage, has been the best back for Carleen Heffel at $8.50. Okay, put you on the spot. What do you think wins the Ariba? Tough race. Tough. I, I like Chassis as a horse. I really do. So I know she's the favourite. 
But um, first up, she's won first up before and run second. I think she's drawn nicely um, with a low weight here and can run well. Chassis, number nine. Chassis for Paddy in the Hariba at Mornington. Uh, we're going to take a break. On the other side, we'll come back and have an extensive look at what's happening at Rose Hill this afternoon, all the Group 1 racing from Sydney today. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy, download today. Yeah, great to have your company on The Odds Couple. It's uh, a big day at Rose Hill. Uh, some wonderful feature races. Let's start at the top, Paddy. Ten race uh, card. Ten race card. We've let's uh, let's the book our way through. And you're getting my Quaddy today. Excellent. Mine. You got your own stinger oh, as yeah, well. Yeah, I've put a lot of time and effort into it. Oh, you'll probably get it. You'll get it more often than tags anyway. Uh, race one, this is the midway for the provincial trainers. The La Lat is how I'll say it. J Mac is best backed here, really well supported. 50% of the cash race, 70 into $2.30. Two up. Uh, Chrissy Williams will be claiming two, is $6 into $4.60. And Margie B, $14 into $6 in the last 12 hours is a good go. For Margie B, but Delala is holding the most in the first race. Race two, this is uh, the Group Three event. Uh, they're racing for 160,000 here, over 1,400 metres. Boyfriend um, is the favourite here. Four dollars sixty into four dollars twenty. The blinkers go on first time. Brenton Avdala had a big win here last week, um, winning the Golden Slipper, and he saddles up Boyfriend here and is holding the most cash with 35%. Williamsburg um, is the second elect, seven dollars. Um, my mate Julian Valance at work thinks this is uh, going to drift right out the door. So if you like Williamsburg, certainly wait till later in the piece. You're going to get a better price. But the best back there is the two boyfriend at $4.20. Race three, Mount Popper. There you go. The winner of the Mornington Cup last week is now racing in the Neville Selwood Stakes at Group 3 level over 2,000 metres. Is best back pike in the saddle, the Sorcerer of Sydney, they're calling him these days. $3.30 into $2.80. Polly Gray loves the wet track. $4.60 just eased to $4.80. As I speak, both those horses furred up and looking for a peak performance. Race four, the Tullock Stakes Group 2 level, 2,000 metres. Sword for a three-year-old. For the three-year-old. Sword Point. Most of these horses on track for the derby, you could say, Simon. Sword Point, J-Mac, CJ Waller, second up. Won this distance before. Just had that little pipe opener first up. Think this is the race for Sword Point. You've got to trust the camp. And there's been market support, 480 to 420, holding 30% of bets. Character for Godolphin, second elect at $5.50. Paternal as well at $6.50, not without a chance. Race five. This is the Emancipation at Group 2 level, 1,500 metres. Anavisto, now since Kiss on All Four Cheeks came out of this race, Anavisto has been the prominent Ooh. prominent support here, $3.10, jumped into $2.50. Well, motors riding after. up in Sydney today. Pardon? Motor. Yep. Yep. So Anavisto is your $2.50 favourite and the horse to beat. Many suspecting she has come back in just unbelievable Vein of form, unbelievable nick and ready for some ripping vein of form. Promising success has been well supported as well, though. Got into 450, just eased to 550. And Nimali as well, late is 850 into six dollars. That's all happened this morning. So a bit of a push for Brenton Avdala and Nimali, but Anavisto, the one to beat. Race six, I've got to rattle through this. Let me just compose myself here, Simon. Yes. Mr. Mozart is the favourite. Four dollars <laughs> into three dollars. I've got him. I've made him giggle. I knew it like that. His best back gonna jump on the speed. I think the heavy track brings the best out of this horse. Our Playboy is second elect three fifty into three dollars twenty in the Doncaster Prelude imaging at five dollars. Race seven, first leg of the quarter. Jewass is best back to win the Tancred Stakes today over two thousand four hundred meters. She did get into two dollars sixty, just out to two dollars ninety, but she 
absolutely spanked them in the Australian Cup. If she can get through the ground here, she's going to take a pair of beating Spanish missions, second elect at $4. Sink it over, is out the door, can't run on the heavy surface at 6 And she's ideal, getting a little bit of love at the $10 quote. Simon, how do you say it? Don't give up on think it over. Um, run down here in the Australian Cup was still a, a, a very good one just to be beaten um, in fine style by Jouet. But uh, I, I think we'll run another competitive race today. Spanish mission... Uh, has been in good form since returning for a couple of uh, good efforts for uh, filling the placings, and he's not far away from a win. Of course, Dewey was uh, outstanding uh, her last start at uh, in the Australian Cup. One, two, and eleven. Vinery Stud Stakes for the three-year-old Phillies. Hinged is the best backed here. Likes the heavy surface three dollars eighty into three dollars seventy. Really well supported, but second elect here is Gypsy Goddess. That horse we talked to about Chris O before coming down from Queensland. Undefeated average winning margin of two lengths. Gypsy Goddess, she brings the X Factor to the race. Four dollars fifty, Simon. Two six seven twelve for me. Two hinged. Six Gypsy Goddess. Seven pretty amazing. And twelve pink ivory. The Star Kingdom here at twelve hundred meters. Mount Tai is our favourite today. We're two dollars eighty into two dollars thirty. Good support. Gravina. $3.80 into $3.40. Third up today, looking for a peak performance. And Splintex is 15s into $7.50 in the last 12 hours. A few scratchings out of this race. So that's mostly um, deductions affected. But let's see what happens later in the piece with this market. Simon? Numbers for the quaddy, 5, 9, 13, 18 in the third league. And then to wrap us all up, we've got a BM88 um, to finish proceedings at Rose Hill for another great carnival there. Number eight, Taxu. Tyler Sheila is our favourite. $3 into $2.80, holding 40% of the cash. Rustic Steel, $3.50 into $3.10 today. And a little bit of specking at odds for a horse which is scratched. Mar and par. So don't bother about that. Taxu and Rustic Steel are the ones to beat. 7, 8, 12 and 14 are your quaddy numbers. 7, 8, 12 and 14. Your best bet of the day, Paddy? Uh, race 3, Mornington, Midwest. Had the knackers cut off and this going for six straight since that operation. Dewey's flying. I uh, think we'll win again today at Rose Hill. Uh, coming up off the bench, uh, I think Hutchie and Sammy. No, Sammy and Pickers coming up. Uh, and also, that's on the 1116 SEN stations. SEN track is winners. Bensley. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91